Hello, and welcome to MTC Audio Lab, brought to you by Melbourne Theatre Company. MTC Audio Lab is theatre for your ears, bringing great dramatic texts to life with some of your favourite stage actors. Melbourne Theatre Company acknowledges the Yalakut Willem peoples of the Bunwarung, the first peoples of country on which these recordings took place. We pay our respects to all of Melbourne's first peoples, to their ancestors and elders, and to our shared future. In this first series, you'll hear great Australian speeches performed by some great Australian actors. Directed by MTC Associate Director Petra Khalif, these recordings give voice and recognition to important speeches and texts from our history. You'll hear an introduction to the speeches by Petra at the beginning of the episode. Sharina Clanton issues a wake-up call to those in positions of authority to lift the cloak of invisibility from artists of colour and afford them the same opportunities as their white cohort in her essay for Media Entertainment and Arts Alliance Equity magazine in 2018. It is titled The Age of Ignorance is Over and it is read by the author herself, Sharina Clanton. I'm going to dispel the romance that white Australia continues to court about how this country loves to maintain a lens of white centrality that not just informs a particular gaze, but exalts a certain falsity of the world. That falsity is centred in and around colonial viewpoints and understandings. In December 2018, Equity magazine published an article promoting the voice and experiences of Belinda Jomwe, an Australian-born actress with Ugandan parents. She formed part of last year's Diversity Showcase. The article was supposed to speak about the experiences of her journey and ways in which she challenges the dominant racial discourse so evident within the outdated ideologies of what it means to be Australian. It was about deconstructing the power dynamics of our industry, and a chance to discuss what approaches are working and not working to be more cohesive and inclusive in our storytelling. Belinda stressed the need to be heard and how the ways in which we share our experiences in the mainstream need to reflect the society we all live in. That is until Equity printed her story with an image of Winnie Manzebi, another theatrically trained African-Australian actress and fellow finalist showcase participant. If you blinked twice, you would have missed the apology on their Facebook page and a correction will be made in this magazine. The point is, it shouldn't have happened in the first place. Considering this was a diversity showcase talking about the existing experiences and representations of people of colour, the apology isn't good enough. And the roots of this unrest are steeped in the deeply problematic issues of racism and invisibility. The critical problem lies in the systematic structures in place that are strategically set to uphold whiteness whilst deliberately erasing black voices and faces from centre stage. This 
does not happen to our white counterparts in the film and television marketplace, and certainly does not happen to white women when their stories need to be seen and heard. This era is an opportunity for a larger discourse needing to be had regarding the assumptive generalizations towards indigenous and black people in Australia and the lack of interrogation within our media and news platforms to pull this up. Believe it or not, we don't all look alike and our entertainment magazines should be able to recognize this. What happened to Belinda Jombwe is all too familiar for people of colour. In 2015, when Wentworth took home the Logie for Best Drama, TV Week magazine ran my image as Deborah Malden, while all my fellow cast members were correctly named. I demanded that TV Week reprint the image, acknowledge their mistake, and secured a two-page spread to promote the work with STC's Battle of Waterloo that I was rehearsing at the time. In 2017, while rehearsing for MTC's Macbeth, the Australian Associated Press ran my image across multiple media outlets as Doreen Anderson. None of my white colleagues or anyone else who attended the Logies was subject to this kind of invisibility. The Australian Associated Press did not apologise, and the litany of excuses ranged from we were busy to it was an honest mistake. It is never a mistake. It is indicative of the systems in place that maintain and promote white supremacy. Often, to avoid accountability, the permissible excuses given to me in order to accommodate this level of ineptitude are gut-wrenchingly frustrating. I'm tired of hearing the archaic narratives that protect white men and women from black critiques while upholding endless banners of innocence. The age of ignorance is over. These kinds of failings and mistakes from white-governed media outlets perpetuate a particular rhetoric that not just accommodates lazy journalism, but excuses racist templates that need to be dismantled and removed immediately. To silence or make invisible, anyone who does not operate within the dominant culture, white Australia, is to be strategically aligned with colonial constructs that affirm multiple levels of black silence and oppression. White people do not get to negotiate what the parameters for this black voice and visibility are, because they certainly have no issues in being seen or heard on a daily basis. It is a constant fight against this mass generalisation towards people of colour that we need to unpack. Black artists and those of us who are a part of marginalised and oppressed groups must work twice as hard to be seen and given equal footing in an industry that continues to want to objectify and remove our voices and faces entirely. We 
are often asked to the stage as a palatable faces of blackness to appease a colonial consciousness. This has to end, and we can no longer afford to keep pretending we are being inclusive or diverse when these kinds of mistakes continue to occur. It is necessary for those in positions of power and visibility to shift their perspective lens so true re-education can occur. If you are looking at this world from a position of white centrality, your time is indeed running out. And when you are called out on it, you need to acknowledge, not deny, that there are deeper issues of ignorance and racism at play. The fragility that becomes evident as a result of this derailing from the white dominant gaze is both toxic and emotionally exhausting to navigate. The conversations that come out of our artistic and world spaces have to be human, have to be honest, and have to look at the ways we can further our understanding of each other. We must realise we have to change the language from colonial constructs and viewpoints and in redirecting this language, we begin to flip the script to make ourselves and our stories known. It is the shifting of assumptions by challenging these conscious and unconscious biases that exist within both uncomfortable and courageous conversations that move beyond tokenistic approaches and apologies. To begin a truth-telling of the cultural landscape we operate in, we have to look at the racial hierarchies and tensions that exist in Australia. In systematically analysing these points of intersections, we weave the threads of our social, cultural and structural landscapes together. We begin to unravel the multi-layered and faceted line of questions surrounding our ignorance and invisibility. Only from this point of difference can the roots of such anti-colonial knowledge systems begin to infiltrate our mainstream media. It is not just about implementing a black critique or governance and authorship over the ways people of colour are collectively seen and heard. But we must be part of the decision-making processes that execute our stories on a national and international stage. The power is not just in the pen, it is in the final edit itself. Great Australian Speeches was directed by Petra Khalid, with performances by Sharina Clanton, Mark Cole-Smith, Mark Downey, Greg Stone, Leonie Wyman, and Isabella Yenna. Theme music by Clements Williams. Sound design and engineering by Nick Woolen. Produced by the team at MTC. Enjoyed this episode? To hear more theatrical tales, subscribe to MTC Audio Lab or learn more by heading to mtc.com.au. 